Hi there, and welcome back to Out There, a cryptid podcast. I'm your host, Josh. On the 13th of each month, I come out with a new episode focused on a cryptid that I find super fascinating and weird. And if you still don't know what a cryptid is, it is defined as an animal that has been claimed to exist but never proven to exist. Cryptids don't have to be supernatural or mythical beings. Although many of them are, some cryptids have actually become documented animals. Make sure you can go and follow the podcast on Instagram, at OutThereCryptids, and check out the posts I make for each episode and maybe send some suggestions you'd like to hear. Before we get started, as you all have hopefully seen by now, we are recruiting another host and writer for the podcast. This is so exciting. Because of all of you, the Out There team is ready to expand even more. This is major. We've got some great candidates, so thank you to all who reached out. But like the post said, I am not going anywhere, so don't worry. Because of my work, I can only get you all an episode per month, and I know you want more. The hope is that this new person will write and host an episode in between times, so you all have more to listen to. There is so much more to come, too. I'm talking a Patreon page, merch, and maybe even some spin-off series. So keep on listening. Today's episode is something I'm sure you're gonna love. A world-famous creature that roams the dense forests of Ohio with its towering stature, shaggy hair, and bright orange eyes. This month, we are talking about the Ohio Grassman. Let's dive in. Ohio, the heartland state of the U.S., has a little something extra up its sleeve. It's got its fair share of creepy stuff. I'm talking eerie legends, spooky stories, and reports of all sorts of paranormal encounters, including our favorite Loveland Frogs. Ohio is like a treasure trove of unexplained phenomena, keeping thrill-seekers and ghost hunters on their toes. Ohio's creepy side is sure to tickle your spooky bone, and the Grassman is probably the most prevalent creepy critter they've got. The Ohio Grassman, or just Grassman, is a cryptid that has captivated the imagination of locals and cryptozoology enthusiasts since the first sightings. This elusive creature is said to roam the dense forests and rural areas of Ohio, primarily in the regions of northeastern Ohio. Numerous eyewitness accounts have shed light on its intriguing nature. Christopher L. Murphy, a historian and author, said, it is the same as Bigfoot, although it has some different characteristics. And generally speaking, it is an ape-like, man-like creature who stands over six feet tall, covered in hair, that has been seen a lot in Ohio. He went on to say that settlers saw these hairy, men-like creatures and figured they were natives. They would usually see them in the tall grass, and that's how they got their name. The most famous first tale is the one that still terrifies people to this day. January 23rd, 1869, Gallia County, Ohio. A man and his daughter went out for a stroll when all of a sudden a wild man leapt out at the father. The two struggled for a long time, and finally, the creature's hands were around the man's neck. He said the thing's eyes were burning and manic, but then the daughter picked up a rock and threw it at the creature. She hid it in the head, behind the ear, and then the creature left, but not from pain. They made it clear that whatever it was decided 
that it was unequal in the fight and left. The father and daughter escaped with no serious injuries, although they were traumatized for sure. When they got back to town, they told everyone of the ordeal, and the Hillside Standard, a local newspaper, wrote a story on it. In it, they said, he goes naked, is covered with hair, is gigantic in height, and his eyes start from their sockets. But the wild man wasn't new to them. Many had either seen the creature, and some had even had run-ins with it. Although descriptions varied, they all agreed it was about eight feet tall, with long hair all over its body. This same large ape-like man was mentioned in the book A Buckeye Boyhood by William Venable. The book was written in 1911. In it, it describes a hairy man-like creature that was particularly fond of the taste of cowardly blood, that he had learned about it on his travels through Ohio. Sightings continued throughout the 1800s all along the Ohio River, but after this, there weren't any major reported sightings until the 1970s. Nineteen seventy-eight, Salt Fork State Park. As the sun began to set, they heard eerie vocalizations echoing through the trees, sending shivers down their spines. Suddenly, a towering figure emerged from the darkness. An immense creature, standing between seven to nine feet tall, covered in shaggy hair. Its piercing red eyes seemed to glow in the twilight, and a strong, repulsive odor filled the air. Overwhelmed by fear, the campers retreated to their tents, convinced they had come face to face with the legendary Grassman. First off, this creature sounds very similar to Bigfoot, except for those glowing eyes. Now, remember that fact, because it will come back into play later on. But in the meantime, let's Fast forward to 1992. In the town of Minerva, Ohio, a farmer reported numerous incidents of peculiar activity on his property. Cattle went missing, and strange footprints were found in the mud. They were much larger than those of any known animal. The farmer even claimed to have caught a glimpse of the grassman. He said it was watching him from the tree line with an intense gaze before vanishing into the depths of the forest. And in this same year, the world would get the first possible video proof of what all of these people were claiming to see. August 2nd, 1992, hour outside Salt Fork Park in Woodbury Wildlife Area. Don Keating received reports of sightings in the area and decided to hike around to see if he could find any proof. He brought his camera along with him and just let this video camera keep recording as it sat on his shoulder. He didn't notice anything during his time and so he turned his camera off and headed home for the night. About a year and a half later, while going over old footage, he noticed something. In the video, at 6.28 p.m., you can see him turning away from the lake. And in the tree line, there is movement. 
it looks like something was on the path and then bolted into the forest. It is very hard to tell what it is, but it does look large. The video is an interesting one for sure. It is pretty hard to see whatever was moving in this footage. It does look to be tall and light colored. Peter Schmitz, a motion engineer in Minnesota, examined the video. He tried to clear up the video as best he could, but because of the quality and pixelation of the video, there wasn't enough information to see what it actually is. The brightness of the object is from overexposure in the sunlight, which could also be just from the older camera with not great video quality. Either way, this was the first video evidence provided of the Grassman. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, I do want to jump back in the timeline for a second to explain another cryptid that is most likely the same as our culprit. In the quiet town of Minerva, Ohio, an intriguing legend emerged known as the Minerva Monster. During the late 1970s, reports of sightings and encounters with an unidentified creature captivated the community. Witnesses described a large bipedal creature resembling a Bigfoot or a Sasquatch. The sightings occurred over several months, with witnesses sharing similar descriptions. This creature was said to stand at an impressive height of approximately seven feet, covered in dark hair and possessing considerable strength. Witnesses reported hearing unusual vocalizations and noted that the creature's glowing or red eyes were very prominent. One notable encounter involved the Scarberry family, who claimed to have seen the creature near their home in the summer of 1978. Their account gained attention and sparked further interest in the Minerva monster. Other residents as well as law enforcement officers all came out and came forward with their own experiences, mentioning eerie sounds, large footprints, and encounters with the creature. Despite the flurry of reports, no concrete evidence was ever obtained to confirm the existence of the Minerva monster. I mean, this has to be our grass man. The same MO, the same physical description in the same state that can't be a coincidence. The legend of the Minerva monster left a huge mark on the town, and the whole state even. I think we can confidently link this to the Grassman, that's for sure. There is, in fact, another cryptid from this state that shares very similar characteristics to our Grassman. The creature is called Orange Eyes. It started in March of 1959, when three teenagers went out onto an old country road nicknamed Lover's Lane in Mansfield, Ohio. 
The three teens fled the area when an 11-foot-tall, 1,000-pound creature with large glowing orange eyes emerged from the forest. The decades that followed gave many other individuals the opportunity to see this mysterious creature. On one occasion, a group even armed themselves and headed out into the forest and country roads to kill the creature. One night, in 1968, a group of preteens reportedly chased after the orange-eyed beast with baseball bats and rope, intending to capture the creature. But it managed to escape. In 1991, Orange Eyes was spotted for the final time by two fishermen. The creature eventually faded into local legend and was never seen again. Orange Eyes and Grassman are pretty much synonyms at this point. The two are both described to look exactly the same. However, some have proposed something different about Orange Eyes. Some believe that it is an alien that was trapped on Earth. In October of 1973, a UFO was spotted over Mansfield, which emanated a green beam of light coming from the craft down to the ground. Many locals saw it from different parts of town, and people began to correlate orange eyes with the UFOs. It hasn't made an appearance in 26 years and presumably isn't coming back. Now, this goes into a whole different level of Bigfoot that we aren't going to explore today, but it certainly is interesting. But let's get back to the timeline. February 19th, 1995, Akron, Ohio. Cook and two other men were out searching for evidence when they found something completely out of the ordinary. It was a large pile of tree branches that created a shelter like an igloo. They think it was a primate's nest or shelter. The structure was very unique in the way it was formed. The branches, the grass, and everything was interwoven took some time to do this. It measured 10 feet long and about 3 feet wide, with the hollow center big enough to fit all three of the large men. They said the branches were woven like a quilt. It looked like something took large branches and built the structure, then used smaller branches to weave through, closing the holes, and then leaves and tall grass was used on top, completely covering it. They went back twice to go and find it, but they couldn't find it, and no one has seen it since. The picture of this are on the Instagram. The structure is very odd and definitely out of place in the forest, but at a glance, it does blend in very well with the surroundings. Maybe there are more of these structures around, but people keep passing them by because they are almost invisible. But what happens when the creatures that call these nests home come and visit human homes? Nineteen ninety six, Pleasant City, Ohio, east of Columbus. Derma Elkins was home alone with her dog and had gone to bed around ten, ten thirty at night. She woke up to her dog woofing in the direction of the windows. She at first thought someone was trying to break in because she could see a figure 
in the window. But the strange thing is, it was making the same growling and wolfing noises her dog was making. And then it would sniff the air. She got up to take a closer look, and as she got closer to the window, it turned around and walked off. She could see how long its strides were because in four or five steps, it was already past her shed, which is much further out. But it turned around before disappearing and took one more look. Elkin said that this is where she got the perfect look at it. It had big, wide shoulders, and I could see its eyes. It had big, wide-set eyes, and it had a wide nose, and it had a big mouth. This is terrifying. I can only imagine being in this situation, and I am absolutely sure I would be terrified. What is fascinating is the curiosity of this creature, which is exactly like all the other stories we heard about Bigfoot beings. The great thing about this sighting is that she got a very good look at the creature and was able to remember very specific details. So I think this is a good time to go over in more detail what the Grassman might look like. Their height ranges from 5 feet to 10 feet tall, although they are usually described between 6 and 7 feet. Their feet are about 10 to 20 inches long. There are differences in footprints found. Some reportedly have claws, pigeon toes, or flat feet, and some prints are three-toed. They weigh anywhere between 300 to 1,000 pounds, but most commonly seem to weigh 350 to 500 pounds. They do make vocalizations that seem to resemble nothing that people have ever heard before. Some reports say it's growls and barks with unusual heavy breath, but other reports say it sounds like the cry of a baby or the scream of a woman. Just like the skunk ape, they have a strong odor, like the odor of rot that lingers in the air even days after it's vacated. In terms of detailed facial and other features, people usually say it has a snub nose, peaked or deep set eyes, very chesty, blackish brown in color, long arms, pointed and bulky head, no neck, monstrous wide shoulders, black, gray, or brown hair. Some say its hair is smooth, but others say it's shaggy covering all of its body except the palms of its hands has luminous red or orange eyes. Some reports say it looks like gorilla, but appears to stand straighter. Other reports claim the creature looks more human than ape. Initially, the creature was reported to have no visible neck, and its face was not discernible due to the veil of long hair. Now, along with vocalizations, someone has even found a supposed handprint. On February 24, 2002, in Bentonville, Ohio, a cast of a supposed grassman handprint was made by a hunter. The cast was sent out to Jimmy Chilcutt, a forensic examiner that is a fingerprint expert and also a primate fingerprint expert. He was confident it was a non-human primate and that it looks more like a gorilla than a chimpanzee. He did say that it is for sure from a real animal. However, no one mentioned where or how they found this handprint, so that is a red flag to me. 
The picture is on Instagram, so go take a look. I mean, it does look like it belongs to a primate, but it almost looks a little too good to be true, especially with no backstory given. But this wasn't the only tangible piece of evidence caught in the pursuit of the grass man. Two thousand six, Jody Cook, a member of the Ohio Center for Bigfoot Studies, said he went into an area where he saw a lot of buzzards. The buzzards seemed to be picking at something on top of the roosting area. He went up there, and was amazed at what he saw. It was a skull, but not just any skull. A skull that looked similar to a primate. The skull was sent off to Esteban Sarmento. A primatologist for over 30 years in New York. He examined it and said it's been cut at or eaten by something because it's missing most of the brow ridge and part of the upper nose. Sarmento went on to say that it looks like it was really a wild African animal by the bony deposition. I could be wrong, but I would think this would have been transported from Africa. It's a male baboon. That's what it is. So, then how did a baboon skull get to Ohio? That question may never be answered, but what we do get is that now there is evidence that a primate-like species might be living in these forests. Now, I do want to clarify that Baboons simply can't be what people are seeing because they don't match the description whatsoever and are nowhere near as tall as seven feet. But this is sort of an opening of the door to more possibilities and adds more questions into the mix. What is in these woods? I want to jump ahead in the timeline to talk about another major piece of evidence. I'm sure we've all seen the hit TV series Finding Bigfoot. Well, if you've seen any episode, you know that the Bigfoot-like creatures love a good scream in the woods. A more professional word would be vocalizations, and this is probably the second most notable piece of evidence next to fingerprints. We've got two different recordings. To listen to, so make sure you go to the Instagram to hear them. The first vocalization we have was recorded by the same guy that caught the first video of the Grassman. Keating explains that he caught these sounds in Salt Fork during an investigation. They sound like something is hollering in a high pitch with a sustained sound. They aren't far apart from each other and sound somewhat similar to a siren in the distance. The experts were unable to identify what the sounds were. However, they said that it sounds like a social animal. Although the sounds may not have been meant for Keating, they most likely were for something or someone else in that forest. Which, in another video we have, would make sense. The second vocalization video is from the hit TV series Finding Bigfoot. The episode Buckeyed Bigfoot aired on January 29th, 2012. In the short clip from the show, we hear the team leader, Matt Moneymaker, howl into the dark forest. The team is then shocked when something responds to his call. You can tell that it isn't his because it is much shorter. Renee Holland, the skeptic of the group, says that was not a barn owl, that was not a coyote. Whatever it was that made that sound was 
directly responding to the call that Moneymaker made. This is a fairly common occurrence for the Bigfoot hunters. It is believed that these creatures communicate like this with each other from far distances, but it is also reported that they will hit trees with large branches to make a loud knocking sound. It would make sense that an intelligent species would figure out ways to communicate with each other because it is a way to report danger and key survival. We got more physical evidence in 2013, and this one is very common Bigfoot attribute. August 11th, 2013, Ashtabula County, Ohio. Wendy was out doing yard work in her backyard when she stumbled upon something in the dried mud of her garden, a seven and a half inch wide footprint that was an inch and a half deep into the mud. She said, I took a picture to show my mother's husband, who's a hunter, and he said it wasn't a human's. Wendy says that she can remember multiple instances in the past five years in which she and her husband have come across something not human. She said she hears knocking sounds on the walls of their house late at night, and she remembers a time when she saw a figure in all black running across the railroad tracks. But that isn't the only time she has had something out of the ordinary around her house. Wendy and her husband have also heard loud growls outside. I never walk backwards so fast to get back in the house, but I couldn't see. It was so dark back there. She said the growl was impossible to duplicate and made her husband's hair stand up. Wendy said, when I walk the dog now, I take a lot of lights and my blinds go down when it's dark. The picture of the print is on the Instagram and it is definitely a Bigfoot, that's for sure. Experts even chimed in on this print when it came out. Jeffrey Meldrum, an anatomy and anthropology professor at Idaho State University, has seen and studied hundreds of suspected Sasquatch footprints and said they are broad, flat, and flexible. He went on to say that he is convinced that something exists on the basis of the evidence. What that something is, that remains a mystery. Whether it exists or not isn't that mysterious anymore because of its overwhelming evidence. Now, I want to jump ahead in the timeline because there are some really cool things that have happened very recently. So let's start with another sighting from Salt Fork. 2015, near the town of Wadsworth, a group of teenagers exploring an abandoned barn stumbled upon an alarming sight. They encountered a massive creature, similar in appearance to the grassman, that emanated bone-chilling growls and charged towards them. They ran for their lives out of those woods and never looked back. This is probably the most aggressive story we've heard about the Grassman so far, but it isn't an uncommon Bigfoot sighting. I mean, at the end of the day, everything needs to protect itself, and when you are a very large, hairy man, you don't have to do too much to accomplish that. The bigger takeaway from this story is the location. Again, that's Salt Fork State Park. The state park actually became a hotbed of sightings and encounters for the Grassman. And guess what? This most certainly was not the last sighting. And this next one includes video footage. 
It is known as the Salt Fork footage. The video was taken and uploaded on February 2nd, 2020 in the Salt Fork State Park, Ohio. The footage was reportedly filmed by a group of individuals exploring the park's wooded areas. In the video, the camera captures a large dark figure moving through the trees at a distance. The creature appears to be tall, upright, and covered in hair. As the camera pans to follow its movement, the figure briefly turns and looks towards the camera before disappearing into the forest. This footage has generated considerable interest and debate within the cryptozoology community and among enthusiasts of Bigfoot phenomena. Some believe it to be compelling evidence of the elusive grassman's existence, while others argue it is just another hoax. Skeptics question the authenticity of the video. They suggest that it could be a person in a costume, and it very well may be. It seems a little too clear of a video for me to think this is an actual sighting. It almost seems too good to be true. But as with many pieces of Bigfoot-related evidence, the salt fork footage remains inconclusive and subject to interpretation. It serves as one among many pieces of evidence that contribute to the ongoing discussion and speculation surrounding the existence of Bigfoot. Now, we've got a couple very recent sightings that are super interesting, so let's get to it before we move on to possible explanations. Now, we've got a couple very recent sightings that are super interesting, so let's get to it before we move on to possible explanations. These three come from the BFRO, or the Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization. It is a group dedicated to researching and investigating the Bigfoot phenomena. They gather evidence, document sightings, and conduct field investigations to better understand the elusive creature known as Bigfoot or Sasquatch. BFRO maintains a database of reported encounters and promotes a scientific approach to Bigfoot research through interviews, analysis of footprints, and expeditions. July 9th, 2021, Jefferson County, Ohio. Off of the Bloomingdale exit of Route 22, around 10 in the morning, the witness reports, I noticed my five chickens were missing. The chicken coop was full of feathers, but no bodies or blood. I did a perimeter check and came across an extremely large footprint. I went back to the house and brought down a tape measurer to the footprint and measured it and took pictures with the tape measure beside it. The footprint measured about 18 inches in length and 9 to 10 inches in width. Then, on July 23rd, Jim Thompson, BFRO investigator of Ohio, had reached out to come and investigate the report. The witness goes on to say, during Jim's first visit, he found four more footprints near the original footprint. Jim stated that the other footprints were about four feet spread apart from each other. But that was the end. A day later, around 12.30 in the morning, they heard a sort of yelping noise coming from one end of the property and heard a quick response. Some type of noise came from the other end of their property. They end their statement with, at night, every now and then on my property, I get an eerie feeling that something is watching me. 
Now, when the investigator came out, he said that him and his teammates documented and took pictures of the footprints and took measurements of the track line in the grass. The tracks were between 51 and 55 inches apart. They then made a cast of the track, meaning they preserved the track in plaster so they could take it with them. However, the report did not provide any photos of said tracks, which is a little odd to me. But only eight days later, there was another sighting that the witnesses actually saw the grass man himself. July 17th, 2021, Mahoning County, Ohio. Through the years, I have had several sightings and interactions with what appears to be a Bigfoot and family. We own the better part of Mystic Woods in Columbiana, Ohio. When the grass and oil companies started installing pipelines years back, we started having encounters. Tonight, yet another sighting by our pond. My wife and I were at dinner, and as we arrived home about 8.30, a very large, fast gray, silver, light brown covered in fur hair, Bigfoot darted from bushes in our front into the cattails in our pond on all fours. We both looked at each other and said, did you just see that? The subject was down low and bent in the middle as it moved. Unlike a dog, its undulating movement was not as fluid as a dog. It was not a bear. It appeared to be from four to five feet at the back torso, and it was built like a barrel. When it went into the cattails, we were no longer able to see it. First off, this is the first time we are hearing a gray silver grassman. Could it be that this is an elderly grassman, or is there different genes of these creatures that would make their hair different colors, just like ours? BFRO investigator James Thompson was assigned to the sighting. He went out and visited the site and listened to their story. He did say that he saw something quite large had gone through the brush that leads back to the forest. He said that there was about eight of those other than the matted grass. He also said that he could make out what appeared to be fingertips or toe impressions roughly the size and thickness of a roll of half dollars in the mud. Again, no pictures were provided, sadly, but this sounds very similar to all of the other cases of catching this creature, doing its normal daily things, just being at the right place at the right time. Speaking of, here's a sighting that is the epitome right place, right time. January 22nd, 2023, Warren County, Ohio, 2.30 p.m. Cloudy and snowing with three inches of snow on the ground. As we were driving along State Route 350 towards State Route 123 south of Oregonia, we came to the Loveland bike trail that runs next to the Little Miami River. As I slowed down near bike path crossing, we looked out the passenger side of the car and saw a large black figure standing a distance up the bike path, facing the river while it was snowing. The ground was covered with at least three inches of snow, so it didn't appear that someone would be on that bike path biking or walking the trail. The weather was not ideal for anyone to be hunting or walking on the path at the time. The figure appeared to have come from the woods and was walking towards the river, but it was difficult to estimate the size of the figure 
when they saw it. It didn't appear to be a hunter, as they would have been wearing an orange vest, or at least an obvious clothing pattern. An investigator from BFRO, Wesley Ruth, went out with the witness to hear what they saw. He used a laser rangefinder and figured out that the creature was approximately 120 yards up the bike trail from the road. He then used a colored shirt on a stick, which, side note, I absolutely love the image of that, to determine the height. The height was approximately 7 foot 6 inches. The famous Matt Moneymaker added his two cents on the sighting as well. He essentially said he believes it was a grass man because the creature probably thought since it was snowing, no one would be on the trails. But since the family was passing by, they all got a surprise. A lot of Ohioans don't even question if grassman's existence is true. The creatures have been seen so regularly that they've become almost a real animal in the forest. In Logan, Ohio, there is the annual Hawking Hills Bigfoot Festival. It was August 4th and 5th this year. So, the event includes things like live music, crafts and vendors, and even Squatch and Seek. Okay, we've gone through so many sightings, so many pieces of evidence. Let's talk about the possible explanations. Let's start with the most obvious one. All of these sightings, videos, and physical pieces of evidence are just either misidentifications and or hoaxes. Skeptics argue that in many Bigfoot sightings, people may be mistaken bears, large mammals, or even humans wearing costumes for Bigfoot. The prevalence of hoaxes and the popularity of the Bigfoot legend contribute to the skepticism surrounding the phenomena. This would mean that all the footprints, videos, and photos are made by people. And this is very possible and most likely contributes to a good number of the sightings we have of these elusive creatures. I will say it is possible that the witnesses may not even know they are part of a hoax. Others may be the ones doing it. Now, in the same vein, psychologists and anthropologists suggest that cultural beliefs, folklore, and a desire for mystery and adventure may influence people's perceptions and reports of Bigfoot. So, possibly all of this is actually a psychological issue. The human mind can sometimes fill in the gaps of information with imagined or embellished details, leading to the creation of a cryptid like Bigfoot, and especially nowadays with how mainstream Bigfoot is. Some of the more believers will say that it is possibly an unknown primate species waiting to be discovered. Bigfoot could be an undiscovered species of primate. The vast remote wilderness areas of North America could potentially harbor unknown populations of large bipedal primates that have managed to elude scientific documentation. I've said it before, but the mountain gorilla wasn't documented until 1902, after African tribes were saying they were big, hairy men in the forests. But perhaps the species has already been discovered, it's just believed to be extinct. One hypothesis suggests that Bigfoot could be a descendant or relic population of Gigantopithecus, an extinct species of ape that lived in Asia millions of years ago. Gigantopithecus was a massive primate, and some believe that a small population may have survived and migrated to North America, leading to the reports of Bigfoot sightings. 
We've talked about this species in the skunk ape episode, and we know that the description is pretty much exactly the same as Grassman, Bigfoot, and all of the other subspecies under that umbrella. Now, there is one more theory that is a little out there. Pun intended. Some individuals propose more supernatural or paranormal explanations for Bigfoot sightings. These theories suggest that Bigfoot may be an interdimensional being, a shapeshifter, or a creature from another realm that occasionally crosses over into our reality. I'm going to be honest, this one is possibly just a little too out there for me to subscribe without more evidence. So, what do you think? Is the Ohio Grassman really out there? We are on Instagram, at OutThereCryptids, so make sure to follow us and tell us all of your thoughts on the cryptids we cover and what you'd like to hear next. It would mean a lot to us if you go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. It's a great way for others to find the podcast and enjoy, just like you. One month from today, I will be covering a cryptid waiting beneath the placid surface of Thetis Lake, a lurking shadow that slithers and waits for its next unsuspecting encounter. We'll be talking about the Thetis Lake Monster. See you next month. This episode was written and hosted by me, Josh, with logo design by Jason Zykes and theme music from purpleplanet.com.